welcome to Soundwave. This is week two of the Daily Anthem uh, taking over uh, Soundwave. <laughs> By Internet. force. Oh my goodness! It it was a full on cue, cue coup. It was a coup. <laughs> I'm pretty. We, uh, it was a cue. We I, lined up and and put in order how we wanted to do it. <laughs> Placed our order. Placed our bets. Yep. So we currently have Casey and Carlos um, locked up in one of our trunks. Hopefully they won't get free before we can finish up our half hour so you'll get to hear us the whole time. Yeah. And uh, you'll know that if uh, we get caught because you'll hear sirens and, you know, cops will be coming in for us. Dogs. And, well, hopefully they don't bring out the dogs. I'm allergic. K9. I'm not allergic to dogs. I made that up. I lied. People lie on the internet. It's true. Uh, speaking of lies on the internet, I know that we promised you last week that we were going to be uh, interviewing the uh, Octomom. Unfortunately, it turns out that she's a crazy person and wouldn't take any of our calls. Um, also, apparently, her children do not remind her of Justin Bieber or Miley Cyrus songs, so we that's, may have lied about that, I guess, too. I was really hoping for that. And also, it turns out uh, the only song I have in my... Uh, playlist that has Nickelback on it is Photograph, and I doubt you want to hear that same song for 15 straight minutes. So we're I know also I do. well, <laughs> uh, you know, it's for your own good. I just won't do that. We'll we'll just go ahead and we'll just do fresh material. We won't we won't do what we promised. We will we will be our own version of politicians. Uh, that song that you were just listening to there that we opened with is a catchy little tune by House of Heroes. Uh, the song's called Remember the Empire, and it's from their uh, most recent album, Cold Hard Want, uh, which is, I believe they came out last year, but mm. it was, was kind of got glossed over. It wasn't a real well-known album, but it was it was one of my favorites from last year, which I, I can easily about say about it. six or seven song, uh, six or seven CDs from last year, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was catchy. <laughs> so, Rick, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, actually, for me, um, I, I don't know. I've got some stuff. I've been listening to A Day to Remember a lot, actually. A Day to Remember? Yep. What have you been listening to from A Day to Remember? Uh, their newer album. Mm, um, what Separates Me From You, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Um, do you have a particular favorite song from that? I think It's Complicated is a really good song that I've been listening to. It's Complicated. All right. Hey, you know what? iTunes, I don't have a lot of love for you either, but I want you to work for me for at least 10 seconds so I can... Uh, make my my buddy happy here, you know. Oh, I don't know if I introduced us. Did I introduce us? No. No. <laughs> I am Brandon, your temporary host. Although it's for long enough, I'm pretty much just your host for right now. You know. For now. You know, it's not job security, but it's it's a job. And uh, my lovely Vanna White over here on my left hand side, which doesn't matter to you because you're only listening to this, you're not looking, and I'm pretty sure I made the same exact mistake last time. Is that's I'm Rick. He's Rick. Rick. Um. And Rick was talking about the song "It's Complicated." Yep. By a date to remember. Oh, I remember that song. Yeah. I, I the album's been growing on me. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those CDs that I was such a big fan of. I think their previous album was Homesick, right? Yeah. I was a huge fan of Homesick, 
Um, and I felt like when I the first time I listened to What Separates Me From You, there was no song that stood out to me as much as uh, a handful of the songs from Homesick. Right. Like I'm Made of La- uh, Wax, Larry, what are you made of? Yeah, no, that was a really good album. <sighs> Didn't it have the guy from uh, Devil Wears Prada on it? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, whatever his name is. Yeah, I don't remember. But um, I, I think I think my favorite song off of uh, What Separates Me From You by the day I remember, I think it, it is UB Tales, I'll Be Sonic. That's a good one, too. Yeah, it's kind of buried at the end of the CD. Yeah, I feel like that was like the most brutal song on the album. Yeah, yeah that and Sticks and Bricks are... It, yeah, it kicks heavy. off on a big note. But... Yeah, this chorus is really good. Yeah, I, I that's that's the exact thing that sold me on it is the the heavy verse and catchy chorus. Yeah. To me, that is the epitome of what a day to remember embodies is just super catchy, super almost poppy, mm-hmm. but brutal at the same well, time. Well they they classify themselves as the heaviest pop band you'll ever hear. Yeah. And they, they say they don't have a genre, but they, they have pop. And <laughs> so I don't know. And uh, most people, uh, I'm guessing if if you're um, any any fans of of a day to remember, will will know this. But they covered a very famous song, <laughs> which I feel we need to play. We do, um, at least part of that. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a big Kelly Clarkson fan. That was who did it, right? I was, I, it, was it her or the Octomom? I can't remember. It was the Octomom. Yeah. Uh, so a day to remember covering the Octomom with "Since You've Been Gone," which kind of makes ironic amount of sense, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All my kids and the daddy just takes off. I don't know what what dude would see that lady be like. Yeah, I'm the dad of those kids. <laughs> what man in his right man would ever do that? Uh, not. Eight kids? Yeah. Nah. Nah, right? <laughs> like, I have one, and I'm good for now. I have none. I'm, I'm set. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I have one. I'm set. I'm set. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. If, you're a, if you feel like checking out, a, checking out a, a good, heavy, but catchy album, yeah, I think what separates me from you, a day to remember. Thumbs up? Well, yeah, that's definite. Thumbs definite up. thumbs up? Yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we'll thumbs it up. It, unfortunately, they had to follow up their own album, Homesick. But yeah, yeah, they didn't do themselves any favors by having an album as good as Homesick. Well, you know, and you know, if they <laughs> didn't have Homesick, then what separates me from you would be an awesome album. Yeah, but because of what it's following up, it's I still love it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's hard to follow. Now, that. our theme that we'd set for this week from last week is uh, albums, albums, <laughs> albums. How many L's are in that word? Blablums. Albums that age like fine wine, that they defy the... That's nice. um, Yeah. That's a a nice metaphor. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. I mean, I stole it from 10,000 people, but but albums that kind of defy the uh, law of diminishing returns that get better every single time you listen, you glean something different, and you, uh, you feel the album more and more as time goes on. And um, I feel like it's it wasn't one that was going to make my uh, initial list, but I feel like Homesick is a good example of that. Yeah. It feels like I I can listen through that CD uh, and listen through it again immediately after 
and still feel like I don't need to skip any songs. Yeah. I well, and I feel like that for almost all of a day to remember stuff because I didn't, I didn't even really like. I think the band does that to me because I didn't even really like the band altogether at mm-hmm. first when I first heard them. I I, I didn't they, care for for those who have heart all that much. I I like that now because the band grew on me. But maybe you grew into it. Maybe I just grew into it, and I don't know. But that is the easiest way for for an album to defy the uh, law of diminishing returns. Is an album that you initially don't like. And you grow to like it, and then you grow to love it. <laughs> is to start from square one, being I don't care for this. Oh, maybe it's okay. Yeah. All if, right. If you I, love I it feel at like first, it's hard for it to yeah. get better. Um, but uh, moving from there, it, uh, do you have an example of an album that completely defies that law to you? That you just every time you listen to it, you feel like I don't need to skip any songs. Oh. This album is my. If, if it were a person, it would either be my butt buddy or my brother. I wrote down three, but I, I can pick one. Start with one. Um, the, I wrote down the list. I'm giving it to you. Oh! Oh! Um, obviously, number one on the list is Silverstein. Yeah. This is how the wind shifts. You misspelled shifts there. What? It, what? You may or may not have written shits. <laughs> I forgot We're, the F. I, I okay. know that. <laughs> okay, this is how the wind shits. Is you know is what that is. Um, we had made a, a determination prior that while Blind Ninja Studios may not put a censor on their stuff, we're, we were going to try to censor ourselves. And right out the gate, okay. Silverstein, well, this wrote, is how the wind. <sighs> Rick, how dare you? I wrote it. I missed the F. <laughs> that was my bad. You, you, you got sloppy. Um, but seriously, I, I believe you, you talked my ear off about that album before I was able to hear it, and Aww. that still did nothing to diminish how good the album is. It, I won't stop talking about it, and I should, but I shouldn't, because it's such a good album. Yes, you are absolutely right. Well, especially following up Rescue, which was subpar in my Meh. opinion. They really, really came out of the gate this time. Oh, such a powerhouse of in an front. album. Yeah. Uh, if you were to pick a song for me to 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 play here, what do you think I should play? Um, well, I like all of them, and I keep <laughs> my my mind keeps changing which one's my favorite. So we we can play. again the mark of a good album. We might as well play Massachusetts because I know that's the one you like. I I think best. that's my favorite song on the album. Although Stand Amid the Roar is the one I keep on my phone. Yeah. But we'll go with Massachusetts. And again, these guys strike that balance of being really catchy. And also having really, really heavy segments. Yeah. But it doesn't get redundant. It doesn't get old. No. And I think... They're, well, they're, they they have such guitar, such good guitar parts that mm. it keeps it interesting. You're absolutely right. But at the same time, while they have good guitar parts, they you can tell when they're playing guitar that it's Silverstein. If I hear a guitar riff, I can tell that's Silverstein. Yep. That's, that's, the, the, that's like their signature is branded inside the song. Yeah. What's well, their? I don't know. Their their low to high transitioning, yeah. back and forth in the chorus in the verses. And you know, I'm not I'm not a phenomenal electric guitarist, but even I can pinpoint that that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's not an easy thing it's hard to, do. to do. Well, yeah, and and they do it so seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in Stand Amid the Roar, you hear a lot of that too, where it's it's uh, the strength of being able to fly back and forth between high and low, and actually making it seamless where the song flows rather than sounding like jarring or, or yeah. discordant. Yeah. They actually take that discord 
and they center the song around it. It's really clever. I'm not going to ruin it for you. By all means, you, Rick is absolutely right. You should go. Uh, and if you like alt, post-hardcore, any of that, a touch of punk. Um, I mean, my wife likes it, and she's not into any of it. Yeah. And she likes it. It's good. I played the acoustic songs. There's a trio of acoustic songs to round out the um, the deluxe edition. And you absolutely should get the deluxe edition. It's only a couple bucks more and, on iTunes, and it's 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 excellent. To hear them do acoustic music, you yeah. it's worth it. The, I don't think there is a band out there right now that does um, covers or acoustic uh, tracks as well, as, as far, at least in their genre, uh, better than Silverstein. No. No, they, easily one of the easily one of the best, if not the best. Uh, although I gotta say, I am a big big fan of um, uh, when Breaking Benjamin used to do acoustic tracks. Yeah, they did really good acoustic tracks too, they but then not the same genre, right? Uh, by any means. Um, I think uh, I've only got a couple uh, of of of, uh, of albums that age like fine wine, as I so competently said. Uh, the big one for me. I think would have to be Thrice's Veshu. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I knew where I was going with this, and I didn't even bother to pre- prepare the computer. Good for me. <laughs> good, good job, Brandon. Um, I think, I think my favorite song off of it would be have to be uh, uh, Four Miles. Yeah, that one. Um, mostly because it's so weird. It's yeah. such a strange cadence. It's such a strange, um, it's such a, a strange kind of offbeat style song, and a really weird progression. But the greatest thing about it is the are, are the lyrics. Some of the best songwriting is is present in there. Right. And again, I won't ruin it for you. If uh, it's it's a little more of an experimental album, it's still got elements of, of post hardcore in there, but they also do some some kind of low key electronica. And they do some kind of gang vocal style rock, and uh, even a couple of like, hmm, a couple of barn burners are thrown in there to round things out. But they have a couple of mel- more mellow songs. Like I think the songs "Red Sky" and "Atlantic" are two must-haves. But if I was to suggest one song off the album for you to go pick up, I think it would have to be um, "Hold Fast Hope." I'm not going to bother playing it right now. Um, but that is that is. I think uh, Thrice's Veshu. I think uh, it doesn't even tell me what year it came out. Come on, iTunes. Oh, there it is. Two thousand five. We're talking about a bit of an. Uh, that's a. That's a yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's 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 the better part of a decade, and to me, it's one of those albums that I didn't. I, I think I got it when it was maybe a year old. Sure. And and um, I've still listened to it at least you know at least a handful of times a year where I just pull that album out and I've been listening to it again more frequently because some of my newer songwriting has been kind of based on some of their 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 mid to newer stuff and uh, I've been kind of inspired by their songwriting and the more I listen to this the more I pull out of it where it's just wow they just were not afraid to try different things on this album because prior to this they were like a post hardcore album yeah. a band where they just did like literal hardcore and then it was like he's actually throwing some folk style in there and some acoustic stuff and some kind of mellow synth and it's clever stuff where they actually there's a couple songs in there that sound almost like i don't know like (laughs) u2-esque it's a weird thing to say i like i mean i don't get me wrong i like u2 well enough they're they're decent songwriters and all that but it's not what you expect when you're listening to thrice right 
But uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, what's another album that uh, that you had on your list there, Rick? Uh, the one that just came out, the used, vulnerable. Oh yeah. Um, and for me, that one's well for anyone that that's not fine wine. That's like dirty old beer. Because <laughs> I mean, the used is just gritty. And, oh yeah. And sort of dark. Um, but it. It just keeps getting better, and I don't... There's nothing... Like, this song is so good. There's nothing new to find in the music. No. I feel like it just, just comes do it better. in and punches my brain into submission to liking it. <laughs> with just their their high-flying riffs and all that stuff. It's just... It's powerful. Yeah. Uh, they don't do anything specifically new. It's just their competence at what they do is yeah. so good. They, they they are they are heads and tails above the alt rock, like oh yeah, mass because that's a big group of people. That's yeah. a big group of bands, the they're, alt alt rock. But these alt, guys are, stand like easily alt, at the forefront. Alt post hardcore type of stuff. Oh yeah, and I mean, I just I love this album. I think because of the their the confidence in the music. It's so powerful and just they just went and did it. And you can just hear they own it in the music that it's just that's just what they're gonna do. I like it. Yeah, it, no, it's a great album. Um, there's I, a couple of rough points on it. Yeah, there are a couple no. of nothing tracks. Yes, but come on, that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And I and you know what, I wasn't that impressed by the used before this album mm-hmm. in, as a whole. Um, so I didn't buy it. It it, it was it came out last year. Middle of last year, somewhere in the summer, I think. Yeah. I didn't get it until like two months ago. Just because I th- I would see it and be like, eh. I'll, I, I don't remember liking them. I got something else I'm going to buy. So. Yeah. Um, if it came down to buying a, an album, they weren't going to top your list of what you wanted to, right. wanted to get. Um, they, they happened to be. I really liked artwork. I know that you. Uh, I remember you saying, uh, telling me that you didn't care for artwork as much. Their previous I, yeah, album. It, I mean, I I liked it all right. It mm-hmm. just didn't stay with me at all. Yeah. Now vulnerable is making maybe because you didn't have as good of an uh, uh, as much as high of an expectation. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of picked it up on a, on a whim. Yeah. And uh, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's growing. It's continuing to stay with me. I'm actually, you know, when I was talking about Thrice being from 2005, I'm going to go back even further. Uh, I'm going to go back nine years to uh, to a little band called Showbread. Um, their, their album, No Sir, Nihilism is Not Practical. Nihilism? Nihilism? I think it's uh, nihilism. Nihilism, yeah. No Sir, Nihilism is Not Practical. I can't even pronounce the album I like so much. <laughs> Every time I listen to this album, I get something different from it, and it's usually something humorous tucked away in a song that yeah. I missed because I can't understand the way the guy screams. And <laughs> yeah, be be warned, it's an ear bleeder. They are definitely like a weird electronica screamo kind of thing where they they do weird things all over the place, and they have yeah, one no. dude who sings in a melancholy fashion and another guy who screeches at the top of his lungs. Yeah. And um, it's it's a <laughs> it's a mess, uh, but it's it's a it's a wonderful mess. Um, That's well picked. That's a good album. Yeah, it's it's a it's one of my. It was one of the bands that introduced me to to like alternative music yeah. altogether. 
Where it's like, oh, stuff besides the radio exists. A guy, a guy can scream in a song. Yeah, and still have it be interesting. <laughs> um, I'll just go with their most popular song here, which is Mouth Like a Magazine. But they have... They, they seem to have a fascination with the zombies uh, because they have several, I mean, like, they have several references to horror movies in general. And they were doing it before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, they so like they really were. We're talking about 2004 here. They have a song called Dead by Dawn. You can about guess what that's, you know. it's yeah. It's got uh, big references to the evil dead, including a line where they just scream, Hail to the King Baby, which, on the whole, reminds me, when I say Hail to the King Baby... There's a new uh, Avenged Sevenfold CD coming out uh, later on this year. There is? Yes. I think it's coming out in September. I had it written down. Oh, August. It's coming out late August. Uh, okay. It looks like it's slated for August 23rd. Yeah, I knew about that. I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. I, You know, I, I feel bad for liking them, and I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I, I am a big Avenged Sevenfold fan. I like it. Yeah, I mean, they just I'm they just have... Uh, I didn't care for their Screamo stuff as much, and I know that to a true Avenged Sevenfold fan, that is like heresy, <laughs> that they were what they were known for initially was being like the godfathers of the hardcore Screamo yeah. metal-ish. But I, I, I love everything that... I, I love... Um, um, City of Evil and everything that comes after. Yep. That's that's where I feel like, you know, yeah, they may have mainstreamed out a little bit, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Sell out all you want, boys. You're good at it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I like it. So I'm I'm intentionally avoiding all singles and uh and everything. I'm I think they have a single released. I'm not sure. I'm not even gonna bother to look it up because I don't want to accidentally press play and listen to it. Um by all means go check it out if you like, but that's that's an album that I am sensationally looking forward to and it's not far off. No, not too bad. We're uh, I think I think About it's a month. yeah, it's like a month from from last week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We have to, we have to remember we're pre-recording. <laughs> I just let you peek behind the curtain again, behind the scenes. Uh, let me see. What do we have on our, our list here? <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about um, um, some the, the CDs that get better with age. Were there any more that you wanted to tack on the list? Um, I actually had uh, me without you. Yeah. Uh, it's all crazy. It's all false. It's all, and that's all my phone shows. It's all a dream. It's all right. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's a long album it's, title. It's a, it's a long album title. My phone doesn't like it, so it just cuts <laughs> it off. It makes it trail off. Yeah. Was there a song that you wanted me to play off of that? Uh, you, you can play whatever you want to play. Oh, you know what I want to play. I know what you want to play. Oh. And you should play that. <laughs> um, it's so good. Easily, I think this is the first song I ever learned to play on the guitar that wasn't one of my own songs. Yeah. I was like, hey, I can just look up songs and learn to play them. That's fine to do. I think this was like the first song I ever memorized playing front to back. Yeah. Well, it's this whole album is, this whole band mm. just keeps growing on you when they're you start listening they're to They're so it weird. They're, they're so weird. And yeah. his voice is one of those things where you might at first be like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like his voice. Mm. But you're going to. <laughs> just give it give it give it time um I, I listened to them because he's a phenomenal lyricist yeah he's a horrible singer <laughs> it's the style though it's the yeah. it's 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 the flavor that he brings the song that sells you yeah it's well I started listening because of the lyrics he's it's just insanely good his vocabulary is enormous <laughs> it's, it's almost unfair yeah and now I like his voice a lot too 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's something that... It just took grew. time. It just took time to, uh, to grow on you. Oh, and, and in case you weren't sure, that song is The Fox, The Crow, The Cookie, and The Cookie. It's the uh, it's it's based on one of the... Uh, not a parable. What's it called? Fable. It's a fable. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't bother to spoil the song for you. You absolutely should at least go and download The Fox, The Crow, and The Cookie, if not the entire stinking album, because the whole thing is gold. Um, yeah, and it's only 10 bucks. Come on. Yeah. You got something better to do with 10 bucks? What are you going to go and buy 20 nuggets from McDonald's? That's only five bucks. What? You could buy 40 nuggets. Well, you know. But still, that you should probably just get me without you. Wait a second. Did you say 40 nuggets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're five for 20. <laughs> I, I can't math. I can't do math. <laughs> you know, as Casey used to love to say, words are hard. I would propose that numbers are far harder. Um, well, you know, uh, so, you know, I, uh, I, I don't think I had any other albums that I really wanted to talk about. Um, if you had to pick an essential album for this week, it doesn't have to be one we talked about, Rick, but did you have, do you have an album that you just feel like if these people listening do not own it, you feel like you should reach through the, their speaker, their headphones, uh, their car stereo and grab them by the shirt collar, yank them forward, and scream into their face to get this album? Uh, well, I mean, we we were talking about it, and, and it would be, because you reminded me of it, it would be Homesick by A Day to Remember. If you don't have it, if you haven't listened to it, you need to. Oh, absolutely. That is, that is without a doubt one of the best, like, hardcore albums like like post hardcore albums and that's that's mostly what you're going to get from me i know that we've me. been a little a little post hardcore heavy but that's kind of our scene is the uh the alternative hardcore post hardcore we might foray into alt pop and like i was talking about we introed with uh with house of heroes they're kind of uh they're kind of like uh, oh how did i put it they're like weezer had a baby with Blindside, and that baby listened to too much Empire of the Sun. It's like that. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> but um, ultimately, we do like the heavy stuff, and we like it a lot. Oh, it's good stuff. I I like it when the double bass tries to dislodge my internal organs. That's that's a good thing. That's a good feeling. But with feeling. <laughs> but they, but dislodging Once more, but with lovingly. emotion. <laughs> they lovingly dislodge you. They'll feel organs. bad about dislodging your organs. And 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 um, maybe they'll throw a soft song in there to try to rearrange them back. They can do that. You know, hey, you know, we're sorry. Yep. We love you guys. Thanks for buying our stuff. That kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so you absolutely should, should, uh, should get that album. Um, all right, well, you know. I think uh, I think we're about at that point where we probably should start rapifying it up. So we're gonna be playing a little uh, song called "Unshakable" by Swelldweller to see us out. Oh, that's loud again. I did it again. <laughs> it's not my show, guys. It's not my show. This is not my setup. No, no. This is this is not stuff that I know. Um. So our theme for next week, I think, uh, is gonna be songs that we used to love. Songs that used to hold a near and dear place in our heart but for whatever reason now we just cannot stand them they make us want to poop on a table uh you know i rip our nose off and throw it at the wall that kind of thing had a band fall hard from the bands that i like from grace oh so we'll talk about that yeah 
And uh, I think uh, next time, if I remember correctly, we're going to try to hold a seance to communicate with the uh, first ever Elvis impersonator. I hear he's German. And then I think we're just going to have 20 minutes of nonstop blast beat drumming accompanied by kazoos. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that episode. Can I play a kazoo? Uh, yeah. I'll be on the drums, so. I'll do it. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening and I'll do something phenomenal. Be-